Listener supported. WNYC Studios. Uh, can I get a latte? Latte? Sure. You're going to sit down with this here and take it to go. Uh, to go. You know what's interesting? The other day I was walking in my neighborhood and I saw a black elderly gentleman that I hadn't seen in a couple months and he literally, his eyes flew open and he said, oh, You're still here! And I went, Yeah. And you're still here. Things have changed, haven't they? And we were like, yeah. Black folks are disappearing. I'm not ready to sell. I am ready to sell yet, and I need them to leave me alone. Flyers, you know, stuffed in the mailbox. As soon as I see we buy houses, I throw it right in the garbage. Real estate, that's like the only way out of poverty to to reach real wealth. When he bought it, there was still one or two tenants living in a building. Our agreement on the lease was that I will get it completely vacant, and that's how I got it. I live in Bed-Stuy. I moved there four years ago with, like, lots of other white people. (laughs) And, um... As a white person, I don't know what my white privilege is. You know, I, that's, that's part of it, right? It's ignorance. It's about not knowing the benefits that I have because I'm white. And, 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 and this neighborhood, I was in there 72 and a half years, and I love the neighborhood, the people, and the stink of it. I love it all, and I'm not going nowhere. You can't go anywhere. I ain't going nowhere. I'm not going nowhere. Gentrification is obviously a very um, hot potato type of word. There goes the neighborhood. There goes the neighborhood. There goes the neighborhood. You know what we really mean when we talk about gentrification? Money. And when the people who handle that money, money they loan or money they spend to put up buildings or money they move around to broker deals, when they try to give you an idea of how much is in play right now, they use words like tsunami and tidal wave. I'm Kai Wright. I'm an editor at The Nation magazine, and I'm partnering with my colleagues at WNYC to try and understand this moment. And there are a range of opinions on what's happening. What we don't talk about, actually, is race. Racism and systemic racism. My understanding is that that's what gentrification is, is when a neighborhood becomes valuable. And what makes that valuable is when white people decide that they want to live there or when wealth comes to the neighborhood. And most of the time, the people who have the wealth are white people. It's not the same everywhere. I mean, because it changes from neighborhood to neighborhood and block to block. So, you know, gentrification is a systemic phenomenon driven by global capital. And it has uh, its own characteristic in every single block and every single apartment building in every single city. And to me, uh, gentrification right now in New York City, to me, that's inevitable. But it doesn't mean it will always be. And it doesn't mean that it can't be changed or adjusted or tempered by community activism, and by political decision-making. That was Rebecca Carroll, D.W. Gibson, and Jim O'Grady. And as you can see, there's a lot to talk about. And we're going to try to cover it all over the next several weeks because this process is radically reshaping the city. In Brooklyn, which has always been a place where striving migrants from around the world could put down roots and claw their way toward the middle class, rents in some neighborhoods here have doubled and tripled in recent years. But it's not just here. Oakland. Oakland is now the fifth most expensive rental market in the country. And as Rebecca pointed out, it's not just about real estate. There's something happening in so many Black and Latino neighborhoods. As the national economy has inched its way through a recovery, 
Young professionals with money to spend and the developers who cater to them have revived their interest in cities, where people who are still struggling are feeling what can only be described as a push. So, here in New York, Mayor Bill de Blasio, a progressive Democrat who rode into office on the back of outrage over inequality, he says he has a plan for controlling all of this change, a way to build more affordable housing without displacing people in the process. Well, maybe. But people are deeply suspicious. And we're going to try to understand why. Even the most optimistic real estate pros, and we have talked to them, didn't see gentrification moving so quickly across central Brooklyn. And neither did the waves of suddenly priced out residents. We've talked to them, too. 